the largest book in the, in the Bible uh, is full of Psalms. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of those, it's David and others just questioning God. Where are you? How yeah. come you haven't come through? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And so if you feel like God is absent, uh, the first thing I would want to say to everybody is, is you're normal. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Loving God, Loving People podcast, where we talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in our everyday lives and how, in the end, all that matters is God and people. Here's today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Robert sitting here with Chad. Chad, we're going to go and probably get a little bit heavy in the podcast today. So let, let's start light. Um, you don't know I'm about to ask you this question, but if you could have any superpower, any superpower whatsoever, what would be your superpower? Yeah. So this is a, a, a really serious question that usually comes up with my boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say it comes up once a quarter. Okay. So it's an important one. Sitting around dinner. Life's big questions. Who am I? Why do I exist? If you could be any, it's a little different. It's if you could be any superhero, who who would you be? And so uh, they name the obvious ones. Superman. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. That's not the one I would choose, Mm -hmm. but I understand why you would choose Superman. And then for a little bit, we all argue why you wouldn't choose Superman. And then one of my sons, I I won't say his name. He might be embarrassed, but he's like, I'd be Batman. I'm like, Batman doesn't even have any superpowers. He doesn't. That's and a fact. Like, he, 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 I'm like, Superman can fly. Why, why wouldn't you be he, he, like, Batman can fly? I'm like, no, Batman falls in cool ways. <laughs> but he does. Right? Yeah. But, he, but, he, but he's still falling. No, I, I would actually be uh, Professor X because, and I, the difference is I wouldn't tell anybody that I had those powers. <laughs> and and in, yeah. in essence, Superman works for me. He just doesn't know it. Yeah. Right? So I, I trump Superman uh, sitting in my chair and, and then, of course, the question is, you would want to sit in the chair, you know, the rest of your life. And I'm like, I, I'm controlling the world, right? Yeah. You, know, you sound good. a little bit like Lex Luthor. I'm not going to lie right now. Like controlling Superman, bald guy in the chair, whatever. Well, like that's because you, you're such a, little such a Superman fan. You can't be objective. <laughs> but I'm like, if, if you can, you know, tell people what to do without them knowing it, yeah. that, that's, that's pretty powerful. So, wow. and my boys always want to argue with me, but, but Batman's the worst answer ever. This is dumb. It is. And if you're listening and you're a Batman fan, God loves you. You're still welcome to be a part of our church. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm a Batman fan. That's just not my choice. Yeah. But if that's your number one choice, there's grace for you too. And then my son's like, yeah, but he's rich. And he, you know, I'm like, he's a rich weirdo with serious psychological oh, yeah. problems. No, we could talk to some psychologists and probably get a lot of clinical diagnosis on this guy. So. Yeah. If I wasn't Professor X, I'd probably go with Superman. But the, the trick about being Professor X though, is you can't tell anybody. That's right. Okay. Well, now you guys have, have a, that power. Now yeah. you guys have a, a window into Chad's soul. And uh, in case you wanted to get to know him a little better, I feel like you just learned a whole lot. And as you're peering through the window, I know what you're thinking. That is a brilliant choice, <laughs> Professor X. I never thought of that. All right. Let's talk about hearing God. So we're, right. we're in this series. We've been talking about hearing God. Um, one of the biggest challenges, especially for those um, who said yes to following Jesus, maybe started that journey of following Jesus. Um, when I have conversations with people, there's these moments in their journey where they feel like something changed. They feel like God isn't answering their prayers anymore, or they feel like they're praying and it's it's not going anywhere. There's some kind of a disconnect. Um, have you gone through those seasons personally where you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm talking, I feel like I had a connection with God. Where did it go? And God maybe feels a little bit absent. Well, here's here's the thing about this topic of, of hearing God. For some of us in this season, you know, it's just kind of an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Like, 
hey, this is cool. You know, let's pontificate mm-hmm. on let's have a theological does God still speak yeah. and, and how does he do that and where do I go to find God? And it's kind of this intellectual, philosophical, intellectual mm-hmm. theological discussion. And then some people going on the journey with us are like, dude, meaning us, right? Uh, don't screw this up. Like I need mm-hmm. God right now because my marriage is not going well. My singleness is not going well. I don't have a job right now. Uh, I got somebody who's close to me that's sick. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm drowning. Would somebody throw me a life preserver? This is not like, just a theoretical thing. This is real life right now. Yeah, I, I need an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have ever been in a time in your life where you feel like God is not saying anything and you feel like he is absent, then I'll tell you what you are. You are normal. Um, The Bible itself is full of people who had times of doubt and desperation, and we read their questions about God. The largest book in in the Bible uh, is full of Psalms. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of those, it's David and others just questioning God. Where are you? How come you haven't come through? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And so if you feel like God is absent, uh, the first thing I would want to say to to everybody is, is you're normal. Mm -hmm. Um, That is part of the mystery of trusting God, Mm -hmm. of um, faith, yeah. That's what faith is. It's trusting God when you can't see it, when you don't know it, when you're not sure, and you just keep going anyway. Mm-hmm. And so if that's you today, um, one, just, just know uh, Robert and, and I feel the, feel the weight of your need mm-hmm. for direction, um, and, and, and we, we want to help you in this series. And the other side of that is I would just say, man, you're, you're normal. Mm-hmm. Um, it is part of the journey of life, and it's part of the frustration, quite frankly, that I have with God. Yeah, is He doesn't work on my timetable. He yep. He doesn't make things crystal clear all the time. And so, um, if you're feeling like God is absent, yeah, you're 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 normal. And yes, I've had times in my life. Yeah, there are seasons to the soul where there are winters and there are summers and there are springs, and, and you have these different seasons. And you mentioned Psalms. I love Psalms too, and I I tend to gravitate towards the ones that are like. You know, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no, you know, because you're with me, your rod and your staff, they come for me. All those like positive, uplifting, you knit me together in my mother's womb. But then there's, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. Also woven throughout the Psalms. Well, Jesus himself says that, right? On the cross. Quoting that Psalm. And in that moment where, yeah, you look at Jesus on a cross, uh, experiencing the wrath of the Father, this feeling of separation and all of that, that absent feeling that, that we're talking about, nobody's felt it deeper than Jesus did in that moment yeah. as, a, as a subject of his wrath. And, and yet there was a resurrection on the third day and there's, you know, there's seasons, there's moments. Well, well let's, let's talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I do want to share a time in my life when I really felt that, mm-hmm. um, that God was absent. But, but think about Jesus on the cross. So, so every follower of Jesus at that moment, I mean, I mean, John is is there, but but everybody else has deserted Jesus yep. as he's there on the cross. Everybody that's a follower of Jesus, while Jesus is on the cross, is thinking game over. Yep. Uh, I put my hope in this guy, and I guess I got it wrong. Yep. I thought he was the Messiah, but I I, I guess he's not. And in in this moment, when it looks like God is totally out of the picture, yeah. Um, it looks like a total waste of faith, mm-hmm. right? 
yet in that moment is when God is doing his greatest work. Yeah. He is he is saving mankind for all time from the penalty and the punishment of of sin and it's it's a mind-boggling thing to think about. And and I think there's so many moments in our lives where we're like, well crud, I guess I've been wasted, you know, my effort and energy in this whole faith thing. And and yet those moments where God seems absent mm-hmm. or, 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 or where he just is, is silent, which makes him seem absent. He's still on the throne. He's still at work. And, and I know in my life, there's, there's been times I've looked back when I thought God wasn't there. And that's when he was doing some of the greatest work yeah. he's ever done in me. Yeah. We, we talk a lot about, you know, obviously in church world, Easter's a big deal. And we talk about the resurrection and, and Good Friday's a big deal. And we talk about, you know, there, there's a dark side to that. Um, we rarely talk about Saturday. Uh, so you have Friday, Jesus hanging on a cross, giving his life, you know, the debt has been paid in full to tell us die, the veil's torn, all of that earthquake. Um, Saturday, those disciples woke up and the reality of Friday set in all over again. Mm-hmm. And and they sat in silence, dejected, and and God never was like, hey, don't worry, don't worry, something's coming. Well, they think it's over. They're all yeah. sitting around together, pouring one out for Jesus. Yep. Well, I guess we missed it, but he sure was a good guy. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. And the weight of all of that is just building and building and building to your point. Um, yet Sunday's coming. We know that in hindsight, they didn't know that in the moment. And I think for a lot of people, they might be living in a Saturday moment yeah. uh, in a season of life right now. And and it really does seem like God is silent, yet there's so much more going on than what we can see. And, and there's so much more going on than, than what we can know or understand or even perceive. And And I believe, and I trust that one day in hindsight, we'll look back and go, okay, I see it now. Um, but in the moment, you can't. It's impossible to. Um, so people who are in a, uh, for lack of a better term, a Saturday moment, what what advice do you have for that person who's feeling that absence, who's feeling that like, okay, God's silent, I need a miracle, it didn't happen, and it seems like there's no hope, then what? Uh, keep going. Hmm. Um, there's, there's a famous quote, it's from Winston Churchill, but I tell myself this quote when I'm in those moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to keep it 100% real, I mean, I'm a pastor, Right, you are too. I mean, we. I mean, the weird thing about that is we get paid to follow Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And yet, there have been moments in my life when I'm a pastor where I'm like, um, "God, are you real? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know my name? Mm-hmm. Like, when I stand up on a weekend, am I full of crap, or Which, or, or is this real?" Let, just to say this out loud too, I think as a pastor, those are the loneliest moments because oh, it's not yeah. like you can stand up and process that on a weekend with the whole church and be like, yeah, I'm kind of wrestling right now well, or well, I'm having a moment. And you here's know? the challenge of that because authenticity mm-hmm. is, is one of my highest values. I, I have been lied to, you mm-hmm. know, in the past and all kinds of different things. So like keeping it real is a big deal for me. Yeah. And yet you have these moments because I'm a pastor, but I'm a human being yep. where I have, for lack of a better way to say it, I mean, full reality, I have a crisis of faith, mm-hmm. but, but in those moments, um, I believe more than I doubt, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I, I believe just a little more than I doubt. And, and the truth is I got 49% doubt, but yep. you know, Lord willing by his grace, I got 51% faith. So it just keeps me in it. And frankly, there's been some moments in my life at the end of John chapter six, this is what's coming to mind. Uh, Jesus says some really hard things at the beginning of John chapter six, he feeds the 5,000 and mm-hmm. some miracles. And then there's, you know, a storm and then they're on the other side of the lake, but Jesus says some hard things. And a bunch of people are like, no, we're not going to follow this guy. And Jesus wheels around and he looks at the 12 and he says, are you guys going to leave me too? And Peter says this, he says, Lord, to whom else are we going to go? 
you have the words of eternal life. And in those moments for me, when there's a crisis of faith, mm-hmm. when I'm like, oh man, maybe I'm full of crap and I don't know if I can preach this weekend. And I've had seasons of that mm-hmm. in, in, in my life. There's this other thing inside me that says, to whom else am I going to go? Yeah. I believe in Jesus. He has the words of eternal life. And I have these moments where I say, Jesus, I believe, help my unbelief, mm-hmm. right? And I, and I press on. And so the, the counsel is, the advice is, um, keep going. Yeah. Uh, keep praying. Keep, keep being faithful when, when, you, when, you don't, when you don't feel like it. And, and I'll make you a, a pastor promise. That sounds so cheesy, but people remember it. I'll make you a pastor promise. There will come a moment where your faith will collide with God's faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And he will come through. And right now it could be like you jumped out of the airplane and you're falling and you don't know if there's a parachute and you don't know if you can trust God and you don't know what's going to happen. Your faith, keep going, will collide with God's faithfulness. And I've seen that over and over again in my life. I see that in scripture. I've, I've seen it in the lives. I mean, at this point, um, you and I have been in Sun Valley for 17 years. I mean, we, we've seen this in the lives of hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. But, but there are those moments where you feel like giving up. The quote from Winston Churchill. I was going to ask you because you, you teed it up. Well, I never got to it. Uh, he said this, hey, if you're going through hell, keep going. Yeah. You, you don't want to stop there. Don't set up camp. Don't live right there. Right. Don't, yeah. And obviously he's not talking about a literal hell there. Yeah. He's talking about, you know, the, the metaphor of a hellish time, right? Yep. If you're going through hell, you want to keep going. And that would be my counsel. Uh, God is still God. He can be trusted. And again, just like the followers of Jesus when he was on the cross, when it seemed like God was absent, he is actually doing a phenomenal work behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. And, and if you are a believer in Jesus... And you're having a, I don't know if God is real. He might be absent. You're normal. Mm-hmm. It's part of the journey. Keep going. Yep. And again, because your faith of choosing to keep going, it will collide eventually with his faithfulness. Yeah. I think a lot of people, they get so overwhelmed with with what this could turn into and where is this headed in the, you know, all the stuff in the future and all of that, uh, especially when there is a crisis of faith, when there are seasons of doubt, or it's just intense suffering and it's just all that pressure. Uh, my My advice is often, okay... Can you take it one day at a time? Uh, can, can you do what you need to do today? Can you, can you live in faith today? Can we take this one step at a time? Jesus, when he's uh, given his Sermon on the Mount, he says, okay, all these things that we get worked up about, all these things that we get anxious about, all these things that we get focused on, um, he, he says, okay, um, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. Worry about today. Seek first his kingdom, his righteousness. Seek it. Uh, all throughout the Bible, you see God saying, you know, pursue, chase, knock, keep going. Like, and, and I will answer. And that is the promise. He just doesn't say when or how, uh, but to your point, uh, he will, and his faithfulness will, will collide with our faith. Yeah. Following Jesus, the Christian life, life in this world, uh, even with a relationship with Jesus, it's not all unicorns and rainbows. Mm -hmm. Jesus said in this world, you will have trouble. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a common theme throughout the New Testament, and the theme is perseverance. Mm-hmm. Uh, to your point, you keep believing. And uh, the advice, if you missed it, that Robert just gave is brilliant advice because he got it from Jesus. Uh, can you trust God just for today? Mm-hmm. Can, can you just do it just for today? And then just make that choice again tomorrow. Yep. Um, I, I've been through... Uh, Celebrate recovery. I have a lot of friends that uh, are in AA. I have a lot of friends that have gone through different recovery type programs. I went through cover- recovery not for um, 
a chemical issue, uh, but for a soul issue. I was addicted to bitterness. I was so angry about some things that had happened in, in, in my life. And that's a lesson that I learned in recovery. Can you trust God just for, just for today? Yeah. I, um, so I'll share a little bit of a moment like that. And, and, and I have had where I thought God was absent, and I've had lots of them. Mm-hmm. I actually shared uh, some of this story the first week of the series. So if you missed the first sermon in the series, you can go back and I'll hear maybe more of the story. But um, Katrina and I, 15 years ago now, 15, over 15 years ago, my wife and I, we were, we were separated for a time. Uh, really hard time in our marriage. And uh, I'm, I'm downstairs one morning and uh, our oldest son at the time is a, is a toddler and he's, he's staying with me. We're separated. Katrina's not at the house. Uh, my son and I are. And two story house, I'm downstairs getting ready for the day and he's upstairs crying for me. And the house was shaken. Things weren't, I mean, he knew mm-hmm. something was wrong. I mean, you, you got, and I'm just feeling awful about it. I mean, you got all that going on. And I don't hear him. Um, I use a hairdryer. I'm not a real man, but I probably had something <laughs> like that going, right? Because I'm taking care of, 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 of the locks of my hair. And uh, in, any, anyway, just to throw that out there, uh, I, I, I hear a faint. I realize he's crying. And so I run upstairs and, and he's having a meltdown, mm-hmm. right? In a real Red way. Face, like sweaty hair, the whole deal. Well, and frankly... I don't know if this is where he was, but what I'm seeing and experiencing is he's going, oh my gosh, dad left too, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And Katrina never left yeah. our son, but, um, but she was out of the house and we were, we were struggling. And so I grab him and I hug him and, you know, I start getting him ready. And um, I go back downstairs and, and he's set and he's having breakfast. And I'm just so mad at God. Mm-hmm. And, and I had, I, I'm going to, again, I, I'm going to be 100% honest. I have a what the hell moment with God. I'm a pastor for crying out loud. Like, you know, God, you owe me and this is where I'm at, mm-hmm. right? And why aren't you here? And, and all those kinds of things. Now, if you listen to the sermon the first week of the series, I, I talk about a, a little thing that God whispered to me. And trust me, it was teeny tiny nothing, mm-hmm. right? It was, it was really little, but... It was enough mm-hmm. for me to trust God for that day, even though I was mad at him, even though I was disappointed in him, even yep. though I was disappointed in life, even though I was angry at God, I was shaking my little bitty fist in the massive face of the almighty God. And, and yet, right, there, there was just enough faith mm-hmm. to, to, keep me, to keep me going. Um, and it could be you're right there right now. And I would just tell you, it sucks. And even if I don't know you, I, I love you. I mean, we're doing this podcast today, maybe, maybe just for you. Maybe God in his grace has you listening to it right now uh, because he cares for you. And, and I just want to tell you, um, it sucks, but, but keep going. Mm-hmm. God is still real. He still loves you. And uh, yeah, can you trust him for today? That's excellent advice. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, for, for those who are listening that are in that season... Um, or maybe those who, who aren't, unless you have anything else you want to share here. I, I think it'd be good for us to pray. Well, let me, yeah. it, somebody told me this um, in that time in my life, and it was very helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they were talking to me about a book they read. It was Marcus Luttrell's book, uh-huh. Lone, Lone yep. Survivor. Lone Survivor? Uh, yeah. It became a movie. Yep. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Marky Mark was in the movie. And just anyway, watched that recently, actually. Uh, he talks about at the beginning of the book, you know, the training of Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. And when Navy SEALs are going through hell week, yep. you know. They got the bell. You, you can go ring the bell yep. and, and, and quit. Tap out. Right. He said, everybody thinks that the guys who make it through hell week, it's because they're physically stronger. Mm-hmm. He said, that's not what gets you through hell week. He said, the guys that don't make it are thinking, oh my gosh, what's coming next? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what are they going to do to us next? Are we going to get to sleep? Are we not going to get to sleep? Are we going to get to eat? You know, what hellacious thing is coming next, right? He said, those guys always ring out. He said, the guys that make it aren't thinking that way. Mm-hmm. It's not about physical strength. It's about mental strength. And the guys that make it are thinking, can I take another step? That's right. And, and it could be that's God's word for you today. Somebody told me that when I was going through a really difficult time that I was just mentioning, but, you know, can I take another step? Now, here I am 15 years later. Uh, we have another son who's beautiful. He went to junior high today for the first time. <laughs> Let's all pray for him. Uh, you know, and, and our marriage is at a place that we, we wouldn't have believed was even possible. Yeah. Uh, my wife is my best friend. You, you perhaps have heard her on the podcast with me before. But, but if I look back in that moment, it was as simple as... Can I take another step? Yeah. And it could be that's God's word for you today. Can you trust him for today? Can you take another step? He may feel absent, yeah. but he's not. Yeah. And to your point earlier, you've seen it hundreds of times. God loves a redemption story. And, and he's all about redemption stories. That's the whole story of the Bible. That's the story of our journey with him. Through faith, one step at a time, I believe there's a redemption story uh, for all of us through faith in Jesus. And so uh, to just continue the encouragement, keep going, keep trusting God. Uh, even if you don't feel like God's there, he is. And he sees you, he knows you, he loves you. And just keep taking each next step. Yeah. I, let, let me just pray mm-hmm. um, for, for anybody listening that is just in one of those moments. Yeah. And and let's let's maybe end our time just with prayer. It could be that you're driving down the road and, and you're in a time of struggle. Just pull over right now. And maybe um, wherever you are, if you're driving, pull over, but, but maybe just turn your palms up to heaven. And let me just pray specifically for you in this moment. Come Holy Spirit. You are our counselor, our comforter, our friend. And, and for that person right now, that is having a crisis of faith because they're experiencing crisis in life. I pray in the name of Jesus that Holy Spirit, you would just comfort them in this moment. May they sense and feel your presence in a very real way. Um, I'm feeling the Holy Spirit prompt me in this moment. If that's you right now, here's God's word for you. You're not alone. Maybe out loud right where you are, you just want to thank God that you're not alone. He is with you. And I I pray, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, that, that we would know we're not alone, 
even when it feels like we are. That you will never leave us nor forsake us. And I pray we would choose in this moment to trust you just for today. And I pray in the morning when we awake, we will make the decision again to trust you just for today. We believe, help our unbelief. Even in our doubts, we choose to move forward with you. And Father, in the name of Jesus, for these who are struggling, I proclaim this over their lives because it's your truth. I pray that soon and very soon, their faith would collide with your faithfulness. In the name of Jesus, we choose to trust you just for today and move forward. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Loving God, Loving People podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this conversation, we'd love it if you rated the podcast and left us a review. Also, sharing this with a friend is a great way to help more people meet, know, and follow Jesus. And lastly, you are always welcome to join us online for one of our services every week at live.sv.cc or go to locations.sv.cc to join us in person at one of our physical locations. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.